Chapter 1, Wayfair welcomes you to the Waberhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the Waberhood, she said, where Wayfair helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trinsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love Chapter 2. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home. Hey, look at you. Florist by day, student by night. Student by day, nurse by night. Since 1998, Penn State World Campus has led the charge in online education, offering access to more than 175 in-demand programs taught by our expert faculty. We offer flexible schedules, scholarships, and tuition plans to help you reach your educational goals online. Penn State World Campus delivers on your time. Click the ad or visit worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more. That's worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more. Doing. Welcome to the brighter side on Holden's chat. This is amazing, buddy. Thank you so much for doing this really cool thing. Uh, we love you. What? So what? Um, what charity are you playing for today, Amber? I, I'm playing for um, muscle, muscular dystrophy. So <laughs> mustard dystrophy, mustard yeah, dystrophy. dystrophy. He's trying yeah. to distribute more mustard to people in need during COVID. Um, There's so much pastrami out there on mustard. <laughs> And, and I just really want people to like get the mustard they need during these tough times. And so we're playing for mustard dystrophy. And <laughs> I'm going stone ground mustard myself if we're going to get specific. <laughs> um, oh, thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to turn my mic down just a little bit here. Uh, tell me if it's too low, chat, but I want to balance better with these guys. And thank you, Square Knot, for your $60 donation. If you're hearing this on the podcast side, this is during my live stream to raise money for uh, COVID relief. Um, and uh, I've chosen the charity uh, World Central Kitchen. And you can find out more about it here in chat. It's wck.org for those listeners on the podcast. We have raised almost $4,000, and we're not even halfway through the stream. Uh it's pretty yeah. unbelievable, and the, the donations will keep coming in. I will say this right now. Everybody who donates during this hour, uh, I will read off all of your donations and messages at the very end while Amber uh, and Ed are here. I don't want to interrupt too much while we do Brighter Side Live. Thank you guys so much for joining me, and uh, yeah, and also in chat, if you're having a shit fuck of a time, and I'm sure most of you are, uh, let us know what your gripes and grumps are, and we will... Try to find the brighter side of them. Also, Square Not just donated $112. Thank you so much. Uh, we are now we are now at the 4,000 mark for uh, donations for World Central Kitchen. Thank you again. Now you were talking about COVID. Uh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> 
It is essentially, um, it only affects very small children, um, only in India. Um, and it's not really that bad. It's just like a tiny, you get like a little sore for a couple days, but we still want to raise scared. money. I <laughs> <laughs> and Amber, I don't think I've had you. Well, no, I've had you on a brighter side live, and it was fantastic. But I haven't had you on in so long. How are you doing these days? I'm doing great. Last time I was on, I think I just got back from uh, upstate New York, and I did mushrooms with my hippy dippy friend, Dude, and then yeah. you made fun of her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. She had a light garden. She had a light garden of all these candles, and you're like, "Fuck you, bitch!" In your light garden, <laughs> I think which that is funny. Beautiful. It is. It was very beautiful. <laughs> and lots of mirrors. Mirrors get me every time. Like if I go in a restaurant, I'm always like, there's a whole nother room in here. But it's a mirror. I'm so dumb every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Carly, of course, a light garden sounds lovely. Whatever, you hippie. Just whatever, Carly. Um, Jesus, Holden, this is the brighter side. Get into it, man. Oh, you're wearing it. Is that an ICP shirt? This is my Insane Clown Posse t-shirt. Uh, Did yes, you hear about your boys, what they were doing? Dude, That's I love my side. fucking boys, bro. They're donating all their merch that no one would buy to make PPP out of. Hell yeah. And also, dude, they were like, we're canceling Gathering the Juggalos. Not one, one Juggalo life is not worth it to us. We're losing one. And I agree. I, I love those guys. No one has ever said that about them either. <laughs> so that's so nice. <laughs> Dude, they're the best, man. And let's talk about the albums. Riddlebox, Great Malenko. You've got just countless hits. Uh, uh, wonderful, wonderful songs. Chicken Hunting is a gold star classic. And if you want to come to my house and tell me it's not, I'll probably be scared and I'll hide from you. But I'll also be mean and mad about it secretly and probably pretend to be someone online and be mean to you that way. I don't think you got to worry about it. Ain't no one trying to go to your house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so we've got some uh, grimps and gripes coming in. Why don't we jump into it? Sound, sound good? Sure. Yeah. So here we go. My buddy's wife probably has cancer, said the square nod, who just generously donated almost $200 just now for COVID relief. She is, she is getting biopsied right now, but she has kidney and liver failure. That's my thing right now. I'm on the phone with my buddy, and he is really struggling. Damn. It's a that's a tough one to start. That is a tough one to start. I mean, there's a lot of that going on right now. You know, and so, I mean, my, uh, my I'll tell you what, my cousin... Uh, well, through marriage, which I'm not married yet, so Julie's cousin uh, just beat uh, just just beat cancer like last week. Oh wow! And so it's not impossible, especially if they're a little younger, which I think they are if they're actually if they're listening to this show. And so there, I mean, it's not all said and done. It's gonna be a complete fucker for a while. And I'll tell you what, the best time to go through chemo is when everyone else has to be indoors too. And so, you know, if you got to stay in all day, you know, you might as well have company. I mean, the fact I was going to say the fact that uh, that person has you uh, to talk to on the phone. Some people go through that alone. Some people, you know, they don't have anyone to talk to. And, you know, not to like give you a, a you know, make you be all like, oh, you, you, you know what I mean? Or whatever. You, you, you know what I mean? Just like be all like that about it or whatever. But like you, man, that, that's like really cool. You know, the fact that you're spending countless hours on the phone with them, and I'm sure sometimes you don't want to be on the phone hearing about that, and you're still doing it anyways. So that's really that's really great. 
Plus, get them a leather jacket so when they go through chemo, they can look really pretty rad. You know, like punk 80s. Fuck yeah. I love it. But a comfortable one. And this is the other thing. I know one big thing I heard about chemo. Get them a really comfortable blanket. They're going to love you for that blanket. Like a really nice, expensive one. Because you just, you need... You, you need that comfort. You need to swaddle yourself when you're going through chemo because of the pain. And I think there's also a lot of cold happening or something from what I know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But still, apparently a blanket goes a long way uh, when it comes to it. But honestly, if you weed can combine the two. Also. Huh? Weed lotion. Weed lotion. Yes, yeah, CBD, THC lotion really helps. Really helps the hands and all the and everything. I know that's the one thing that uh, she was loving that we got her. If uh, you were to put a number to it, Ed, how many problems would you say that weed solves? I mean, I would probably get too stoned to count that high. You know, <laughs> <laughs> a Google is a Google is a Google a good number for you, Holden? <laughs> Google. <laughs> or just it solves one problem: the spirit. <laughs> uh here we go let's let's read some more uh i i uh let's see let's see um well first of all uh uh can we get a hail shannon so i can show my buddy later on three one two three hail, hail shannon. shannon uh fantastic all right my gripe haven't seen my long distance girlfriend for two months says something i guess and counting because of covid shutdowns kind of going crazy here well at Uh, least you're not living together and like making each other mad and the absence make the heart go fonder yeah and if she's a long distance girlfriend she's probably a lie anyway right just kidding. <laughs> I mean, the great thing to me, the great equalizer, as Madonna would say during all of this, is you both, just like we all, can furiously, furiously masturbate until this whole thing passes away. I would, I would say, if you're having a hard day with it, just pull on it until you are literally actually going kind of blind like the old ladies would use to, to scare you. Like, honestly, though, make yourself full blind from jerking off. But, you know, you signed up for this. This is a true test of your love, you know? So it's a long-distance relationship. You get in there, you video chat, and you you, you send some uh, packages or whatever, and you fucking... You know what I've been doing lately is I've been sending postcards to people. Mm. And it's been really nice. I just, like, they're only, like, a They're only a little... It's only, like, a stamp. And then you just fill them out, and you send them to everybody, and it cheers them up. I got one. It really did cheer me up. And I tried to like respond and I wanted to send you something like it because it really does feel good to get something like that in the mail because you usually expect bills in the mail and things of that nature these days especially as we get older and no one writes letters I love that that's so good Ed sent me this and also I have a pen pal all that junk in the corner is from my pen pal very cool I used to do that I had a friend my friend uh Jamie we would write each other, and it was so cool, and I fell off of it, and I feel like a jerk. I, f- I should start it again right now at this point. Uh, for you know, sure. they should send nudes through the mail. That'd be fun. Send a nude. <laughs> dick pics by me. Honestly, it's like, well, at least you put a little effort into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or send a dildo. Yeah. Or send a dildo, yeah, and draw your face on the bottom of it. But make sure to order that dildo, not on Amazon. Go to a mom-and-pop dildo shop. You got to go to Cramazon. <laughs> All right. 
Um, here we go from Bjorn Bergman. My gripe is kind of related to something, I guess. Haven't seen my long-distance fiance since January, and she has tickets to come and visit in August, but we have no idea if that's going to happen at this point. At least you have something to maybe look forward to. Loverfest was canceled for me, brah. No T-Swift, dude, till 2021 for me, bro. I can't let her essence shine on me in a live concert stadium scenario for another year, dude. Plus, whatever it is. You know what I mean? I need my T-Swift or I'm going to fucking freak out and fucking hurt somebody. I mean, August seems like it's going to work, man. I hate to, like, you know, put stake in this shit that you're, you know, don't worry about problems until the problems come up. You're creating problems you don't have yet. And so, I mean, don't don't worry about it yet. I mean, I got tickets to see Hall & Oates on May 29th. Still not canceled. So that's old-ass Hall & Oates. So if that's, a, if that's not canceled, then I feel like in August, you can throw it in your lady. I think that's going to happen. My gripe from Krusty, uh, my gripe is most of my coworkers are furloughed and corporate just gave the rest of us, quote, lucky enough to keep our jobs and had to pick up all their work, had to pick up all the furloughed people's work. What does furloughed mean? Furloughed means like you're on hold job-wise. Bye-bye. I believe. Oh, bye-bye. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Just just like, like uh, get rid of them so then they can file for unemployment, right? Or is they do that on purpose? Yeah, yeah. They, that's what. But the guy's saying he wasn't furloughed, yeah. and now he's got double the work he's got because all that everyone short. else was furloughed. Oh. I mean... You know, they can't function on less people now, you know, so get done the amount of work you're going to get done. I mean, that's what happens when you fucking furlough people. Yeah. You know, they're going to have to realize that shit. And if they don't realize that shit, then, I mean, I'm sure you've been working there for a while and uh, you can throw it on your resume and get a new job when this fucking dookie show's over. Yeah. And honestly, you have to communicate if you have too much on your plate, as hard as that feels, especially as risky as it feels these days when everybody's trying to hold on to their job. But you have to straight up communicate and you can do that. Communicate to your boss and say, hey, I can't, you know, I, I have a limit. I can't do this. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But either way. Amber, how do you think? I mean, you were, you were uh, laid off during this time. I mean, how do you, I mean, what's going on with you? How, how are things going with you? Oh, with the layoff thing? Um <laughs> It's definitely like made me more aware of all of my habits and um, what I spent money on because during this time you really have to take a cold hard look at like what do I spend my my money doing because uh, I have to stop doing that and I personally liked like I like going out like I like to go to the Huntington Library and walk around and see the beautiful gardens that was a twenty dollar ticket worth it but I mean you can't do that now or I like going and listening to a jazz show you know but. You know, getting the two drink minimum. Can't do that. So it's yeah. a lot of um, sitting around. <laughs> uh, JDM F87. The gripe is face masks make me hyperventilate and feel trapped. And I had a panic attack at Costco trying to get a jug of milk. I could speak to her. They're driving me crazy. I finally got some face masks my mother made that seemed to not be completely fogging my glasses up every time I put the mask on. And the smell. Because I know what's going on here. And God bless the woman who just went into the bathroom over there. God bless her fucking... Did your mommy make the mask out of her panties? (laughs) So you put your mommy's panties on your face? Maybe. Look, Amber, things have changed, okay? I have a new mommy now, okay? And she makes... We have baby time once a week. And baby time's really fun. We do two hours of baby time. 
That's how much she lets me have. And I just get to be a fun fucking baby. You know what I mean? While jerking off. Oh, my God. Does Lexi, like, paint your cheeks and tell you a special boy and then give you a blowjob? She gives me a giant lollipop, like the, si- like the size of the room, and I just suck on that thing, and I guess I come. I don't even know. This conversation's going to give me a seizure. <laughs> People are saying, hold it, stop. Please stop. People are very upset. You go dookie in your diapy. <laughs> yeah, we so haven't gotten there yet. We haven't gotten no there. No matter how bad your work is, buddy, it's not worse than this conversation. <laughs> uh, Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Chapter 1. Wayfair welcomes you to the neighborhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the neighborhood," she said, where Wayfair helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trendsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love Chapter 2. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home. But anyways, the mask thing, I think there are ways, there are things you could do. Uh, with the masks, maybe try to find, I mean, as, as important as the N95 masks are, maybe try to get a hold of one of those that might help you in, uh, largely because I think there's like a vent on them, it seems, that would make you be able to breathe a little bit easier. So maybe look into that. The brighter side, there are maybe options for you out there. It's not Go to, to be an a- Army-Navy store, get a full-on gas mask. Ooh, but yeah, put like put a bong at the end of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Roll, you fucking get all up in that shit. Um, actually, uh, Julie has been making these really nice masks that breathe really well out the sides. Uh, and they're made out of this material that keeps everything out. That's uh, it's really helping, honestly. And these normal masks fucked me up. Like even the ones like this. Like, they really fucked me up. But the ones that Julie's been making are beautiful. I don't have one of those next to me. But uh, we, you got they make them out of this weird uh, material. It's like a sterile, mater- a sterile piece of paper that they have at hospitals to, like, throw stuff away in and wrap clean instruments in and keep it sterile. And they found out that that works. And so Julie's sister's a doctor, and she mailed her a bunch of this shit. And Julie's been sewing them incessantly. And so... Uh, so uh, I maybe try to get one of uh, those, but I don't know if I have any extra. Yo, I don't uh, think that was a bad answer. People are absolutely saying that N95 masks actually make it more difficult for you to breathe. Do not listen to my advice. I am in no way an expert in this. Also, I have heard if you put a little towel uh, over the rim of your nose under the mask, like a little tissue or something like that, uh, your glasses won't fog up. I haven't tried it yet, but it's apparently it works really well. Spit works as an anti-fogging agent. It's gross, yeah. but Siri lens it helps. Oh, okay, I should do that. Jaws, yeah, and Jaws when he he is the, he's going to go scuba diving and he puts his mask on. He's like, oh, I don't have any spit because someone spit my mask for me. Right. So spit in your glasses. Right. I forgot about that because I knew your about glasses. this. I knew about the spitting in your goggles thing in sw- underwater swimming. Um, which, by the way, of course, you've gotten certified, correct, Amber? Uh, how well, how deep have you gone into the ocean? 
how deep have I gone? I go about one foot, and then I'm like, oh my God, get me out of here. There's monsters. I have to go. There's monsters. Dude, everything that touches my ankles when I walk into the ocean is definitely a monster, for sure. Um, uh, yes, and they're like ancient kraken monsters, like have been around before humanity. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Slush Goblin, my gripes and grumps. I have one week left of my first semester of grad school. Most of my grad school friends are graduating and moving away. All the parties, ceremonies, and opportunities to celebrate together were canceled. Understandable, but still unfortunate. This pandemic pandemic has me rethinking my entire career path, and I have so little opportunity to talk to my support network because they are dealing with bigger, more urgent issues themselves. Well, you never know, like, if it's bigger, you know, if it's a gripe to you, then, like, talk to somebody that might understand you. You never know. They might be feeling the exact same way you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, you know, you got fucked. And uh, a lot of people got fucked this year. I was talking to someone who was supposed to graduate high school. They were so bummed out. They're not going to get all the parties. They're not going to go on their senior trip. Right. And shit. And, like, you know, there's a lot. I mean, I know it sounds frivolous and stupid. But the truth is that meant so much to me personally, even still to this day. And so, I mean, like a lot of people are getting fucked this year. You're part of that special. I got fucked group. Hopefully y'all like take next year and do something fun and figure this out. But, um, I mean, you're going to forever. You'll be able to Lord this over people. Just be like, I was part of the, I got fucked crew. (laughs) And think of the parties you'll have after this is over. Like just go rave, you know, do a, a foam party after this. Yes, actually, it should just be turned up. And hopefully there will be makeup parties and stuff like that and, and get-togethers and, and whatnot. fucking orgies in the street. Yeah, dude. dude. This shit's going to get crazy. We're going to people spray so much goo all over the roads. Could you imagine what's going to happen in New York City when they let the, for the single people when they let the bars open? Do you, can you fathom what that'll be? I- I wonder if there's like I had COVID orgies going on. Just right. Like. <laughs> uh, M3 uh, Meg Lad, Megladon, M3 Gladon. My gripe when my herb guy says he will be there in 20 minutes, but doesn't show up for two hours. That is so classic when it comes to the delivery situation. Yeah. Yeah. I used to have a guy called Rush Hour, and he would take like, two hours to come and be like, I'm on my way. And then just like, never, I don't know what they're doing. Like, do they have other people or I, I don't, and I'm German. So like I have to be on time everywhere and it just makes my brain just when people are so late and don't even give a shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the weed guy. Yeah. You know, as long as it, we should be happy. It's not like your asthma medication guy. The thing you is know? like, <laughs> they know you need them. They know they can just get there whenever. You know what I mean? Start ordering two hours earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to you gotta work with this. And do yourself a favor. If I got to say, if someone who's a very avid weed smoker, uh, make sure to order more before you run out. I mean, this is a common mistake by a lot of people. They'll let themselves run out. And they'll be like, oh, I'm frantic, I'm frantic. Get, when you got like two bowls left, then order more. That way, if they cancel on you or they're running late, you're still going to be fine. Thank you. We've got some I donations went to the weed shop. In. Oh, sorry. Amber? Oh, no. I went to the weed shop recently, and it was like $17 a joint. Is that normal? It That's depends expensive. on where you go. You know, and there's higher levels. There's 
my place has $17 joints, but they also have $7 joints, you know? So you gotta, you, you gotta like, you gotta, I always say, what's the house joint? What's the budget? What's the budget weed? And then that's, that's good. And then they'll lead you to the cheap. That'll let them know without you saying I'm cheap. That's you saying I'm cheap without saying I'm cheap. Cause sometimes I'll go in and I'll be like, I got $25. What can I get with that? And they always give me this. Well, I don't know. You can't really, and I'm like, it's 25, like a little thing. And they, they like, I don't know. They, they, they skis me or something. I don't you trust can, these weed people. You can usually yeah. get a gram uh, for 25, unless you go to one of the illegal spots, then you'll do a lot better. But with the taxes, you're, you're going to get a gram or a joint and that's about it. To be honest. Yeah. It's like a joint would be fine, but they just like, I don't know. Like just sell me the joint. It's one joint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rigatig Tig says my gripe I'm a 22 year old female paraplegic and I get UDs, uh, UTIs a lot there's a surgery I probably should get that'll allow me to pee through my belly button kind of cool that'll decrease the chances I'm worried about the possible scars and bang ability and having guys be extra superficial than they already are with dating woo that's a that's tough a, one yeah uh, I, I mean I'm surprised. You have sounds like you have a pretty fucking great attitude. First of all, <laughs> yeah, you know, like you're still out there trying to bang. I mean, you could. I mean, I mean, I don't want to sound like a fucking asshole, but you could have given up a long time ago, and no one would have thought any different. And and you didn't. You're still out there trying to fuck and trying to pee through your belly button, and that's perseverance if I've ever seen it. And so, I mean, I I commend you. I think that's fucking badass. I mean, if I, I mean, I mean. I think if someone is willing to come bang already, I don't think they're going to be mad you peeing out of your belly button. To be honest, I mean, I would appreciate that personally because it's less uh, bad stuff going through the vagina. The vagina is just from dick now. There's no pee-pee. Yeah, you can go down on her without getting the pee-pee in your mouth. Yeah, so there's that. You know, I mean, you got all kinds of new. I mean, you are a novelty act. You know, I mean, you have something to offer that no other person has to offer. And so you have to remember that you are special. And, uh, and so, so they're coming for you. They're going to love you. Uh, because we got it donated for by Nerdy Erty, thank you for that, asking to really read Harlequin's uh, gripe. My gripe, I'm 36 weeks pregnant with my rainbow baby. I lost my last baby at two months old to SIDS. So I'm freaking out over all the respiratory issues going around. Also trying to homeschool my seven-year-old, which is making my already incredibly thin patients become obsolete. Whoo! Ed? <laughs> I'm Googling Rainbow Baby. Yeah, what's Rainbow Baby? Is it gay? Is your baby already gay? <laughs> Can you... uh, a baby born subsequent to a miscarriage, stillbirth, uh, or the death of an infant. Okay, yes. Oh, so it's a, it's wow. a beautiful thing. I mean, um, hold it. Would you mind reading it again? Because I was trying to figure out what Rainbow Baby Maybe was. it's the ghost of your other baby that died. Yeah, the baby had SIDS. She's worried about the respiratory issues that are going around. And, yes, um, and then also dealing with the seven-year-old in, uh, in, uh, while, while doing all this and is, is ripping at the patients. Now, I'm not sure if you have any extra help at the house or not. Um, but I was talking to my other friend yesterday who is, has a, a 90 hour a week job 
that she does out of the house. She's a cook. She makes lots of meals. She's taking care of a 72-year-old woman and a 7-year-old. Granted, she's not pregnant. But the 7-year-old, we were talking about it. Honestly, homeschooling this kid right now, I mean, what are they really learning? You know, like shapes and colors and fucking, you know, how to spell cat. You some know, people, I will not- say some people say, you know, I've talked to some people with kids and they feel like their kids getting a better education right now because it's one on one. Yeah, you know? absolutely. This is a good early. I mean, if they're in high school and you had to teach an algebra, you'd be fucked, you know, or calculus or some shit. But you know the answers to these questions still. And so at seven years old, you can actually still teach this kid. And if they get a little behind, they'll be able to catch up. It's not hard stuff that they're missing. You could also mess with them and be like, oh, the color blue is the color red. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) It's like point to blue. Be like, this is red. This is red. You know, that'd be fun. And uh, as far as the respiratory issues go, I mean, that shit's, you know, that's going on forever now. You know, so you just got to be that's that's part of life. You know, so you, you just have to be ready for that and, uh, and, and keep that going. Uh, and I'm also uh, very sorry about uh, what happened to you before. That's yeah, rough. Yeah. No, parent, no parent deserves to go through that. And uh, I could only imagine what that's like. Uh, but, uh, you know, know that this seven year old uh, and the and the kids you got coming, it, it's going to be fine. It's going to be actually easier to teach these kids and watch over them in the, in this than it is when they're just all running loose. Uh, and so your gripe can actually kind of be a positive with the seven-year-old. Uh, uh, the, mm-hmm. What's up? Oh, I was going to move on to the next one, but it sounded like you still had more to say. Nah, I think that's fine. Okay. Uh, Shark Rocket 9 says, I have a 13-year-old who was doing super well, but I noticed she is starting to become affected by not seeing friends. Been coming up with fun activities to try to make this time not so bad, but super worried and sometimes feel shitty for my little worries compared to the big picture. I mean, that's a serious gripe. At 13, like you're starting to be social and you don't want to raise a loser. You know what I mean? Maybe like set up a Zoom session with her and the other kids, like what we're doing. Yeah, I think that helps a lot, definitely. Lexi's doing a lot of teaching from home, um, and I think it's helping. And honestly, at the end of her classes, like the kids all just kind of hang out with each other on Zoom, and she just sort of supervises, and I think they need that time, and they're super young. I mean, this is a 13-year-old kid. They got hormones running through their body. It's going to be depressed no matter what the fuck it's doing. You know, they, you know, that's you know, that's what's going on. You know, they're all they're all messed up teenagers. You know, and so if they're stuck in doors. They're going to be upset, and if they were out, they were going to be upset. What I like to keep telling everyone who we're all fucked, and so <laughs> yeah. if everybody's fucked, nobody's fucked. <laughs> and so <laughs> that's such Ed logic. I love it. <laughs> and so keep reminding them that. They're not the only ones. Let them talk on the phone late. I mean, you're running homeschool. You know, give them all kinds of special shit, extra cookies, you know, anything you can do to make them happier. Just give it to them. Who gives a shit? And also, because uh, you're here kind of supervising, now's a good time to show them, like, documentaries or movies that are super cool. You know, like, show them Citizen Kane or or whatnot. Or, like, Paris is Burning. Because you're there with them, and now you can, like, talk about, oh, this is what's going on at the time. And it's a super cool activity for them. 
Right. And do what you can to get into their shit when they're not when they're not with them because they're not going to want to do that because I don't feel weird. But find out what they're into, and after they go to sleep or whatever, you learn about it on your own, and then surprise them with your knowledge, and then that'll really throw them. Uh, I think that'll really make them happy. Uh, Grim Jim and Square Not will read your donation messages at the end, but thank you so much for the donations coming in. Also, uh, Nerdy Erdy says, uh, I was about to start a job at this badass furniture company. Uh, and Lady Baki, thank you for the 20 as well. I was about to start a job at this badass furniture company I have idolized since I was in college. It's female-founded, which is rare in the woodworking world. After being unemployed slash freelance designer for seven months, I was so excited to start with them. And obviously that's probably either delayed or not happening. Yeah, I don't think furniture stores are open right now. Uh, hopefully you're still in touch with them. And, and if you are uh, a carpenter or you're creative like that, you can use this time to even make yourself an a- an asset because you could go to a, a shitty lumber spot and buy up some wood and make up some shit at your house. You can, you know, and try to like, and realize like, Hey, show them like, this is what I'm doing when I got my free time, you know? And if your place is too small to do something like that, then start designing shit, mm-hmm. start coming up with ideas. Get prepared. For, yeah. Get prepared. And so when you come back, they're going to have to take you back. Yeah. And also now's the time to do some like bullshit creativity, like really throw it against the wall. And if it fails, nobody's really around to see it, you know? Uh, Absolutely. By the way, uh, Ass Flaps McNulty says this. I always respected Ass Flaps. (laughs) My personal, I love this. My personal brighter side is that I've now lived through two economic crashes, but this is my first plague. So there's novelty value. How old is this person? I don't know. How old are you, <laughs> ass flaps, McNulty? Oh. <laughs> are they in... I think there's locusts in India. Are they in India? Are you in India? <laughs> no, uh, this is the plague. <laughs> oh, oops. <laughs> Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Chapter 1. Wayfair welcomes you to the Waberhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the Waverhood, she said, where Wafer helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trendsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love Chapter 2. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home. Sideshow says... My gripe is that because of this, my girl and I aren't staying together right now, even though we live together, because I have to look after my cat at my mom's place since no one is staying there at the moment. It's definitely put a strain on our relationship, but we're going through Zoom counseling once a week, and it's helped significantly. Well, there's already a brighter side. And I think um, something I guess I think commented on this as well, send them, maybe mail them something, you know what I mean? Send them something um, that they can hold in their hands, you know? Make a make a mold of your dick um, or your vagina, depending on what sex you are, and yeah. uh, mail that to them so they can touch it and hold it and lick it and um, and suck on it, and um, they can put it pretend like they're boiling it in a pot. You know what I mean? Uh, are you talking about the cat? 
No, I'm talking about the... I'm talking about Speaking the, of boiling in the pot, I saw um, what's that movie where the rabbit goes in the pot? Uh, uh, pot the, rabbit. The lady. Four. Ra- pot rabbit. Four. The lady. Get the she. Uh, right Glenn Close is in it, and hmm. she puts oh, a rabbit in the pot. Fatal attraction. Fatal attraction. That's a hilarious movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you find that hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I smoked uh, some weed. I could not stop laughing. It was amazing. so funny. Michael Douglas is like, please, no, stop. <laughs> I feel like this is Everyone's... the time to go back and watch old movies like those and do exactly what you're describing, Amber. I've been watching all 90s movies. Hell I've yeah. Been going, I've been going, rewatching all kinds of shit. I saw both sister acts. I did uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. It's been nice. It's been nice. But as far as like you having the burden of this cat on you, I mean... If I can be honest, <laughs> cats are fine for a couple of days. Uh huh. You know, you can just throw some food in there and right. come back in like three days. They'll figure it out. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Yeah, it probably wants like, you gone. Yeah. So we're yeah, saying cheat. Want- we're saying to cheat the situation during this and just go visit your significant other. I think that's uh, essentially. Yeah. They're gonna know. Lady. Lady Baki. I think a lot of us are going through this right now. My gripe, my parents, 65 and 55 respectively, believe the pandemic is a conspiracy and they're not being careful. It makes me very nervous. Well, they've lived this long. Maybe they're right. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck do I know? I've been inside all the time. (laughs) That's so funny. Uh, Uh, I mean, it's, I mean, that is, it sucks. Uh, you got to start threatening them and you threaten them with, about, with violence. You know, now I, I was going to say with, with holding your love <laughs> is how I used to threaten my mother. I was like, if you do this, I'm not going to call you for a week. If you do this, I like, don't expect me to say hi. Right. Or, you know, I'm not doing shit. You know, if you fuck up, if you don't listen, because at this point they may think they're in charge, but you're the young blood. You're right. in charge now. You're in charge All now. All right? The power is shifted. You're the new line. All right? And you hold the one thing that they can't say shit about because they need your presence more than anything. And you talk to them and pick up their call. And so you tell them, if you find out that they've been going out, cut off. <laughs> you ain't talking to them. <laughs> See that? I bet it works. I bet it works. Or they'll just start lying to you, which will give you peace of mind anyway. Yeah. Whatever. You could take their keys and throw it in the river. Sure. Their car keys. There you so, go. Assuming, because of course they most definitely live very close to a river. <laughs> or uh, you could bury them and be like, I'm not telling you where I buried the keys. Give them a map and everything on the map is like, if you, uh, oh, it's, it's I'll, I'll give you clues. If for the next week you wear a mask, I'll give you one clue as to where it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean and like every time you leave and like document it I have to know you're doing it for sure if you don't leave the house but to go to the grocery store and you wear a mask when you do that for one for the next week I'll give you one clue and then slowly move them towards where the keys are uh, MD Leo Spaceman my heart goes out to you and I'm glad we got to this one um, my gripe last night a friend of mine committed suicide and I've just been terribly depressed all day I don't really need advice I was just hoping Ed or Amber could tell me their darkest joke to cheer me up. Thank you so much for sharing that. And uh, my heart goes out to MD Leo Spaceman, such a important element in this chat. 
And it, it makes it really makes me sad to hear that, like le- le- legitimately, genuinely, because normally I lie about being sad when someone's friend kills themselves. But right now I'm being genuine. I really am, though, that I, I can't stand to hear that. This happened to me and Amber last year. Our buddy of ours uh, committed suicide. And uh, it's tough because you're like, oh, fuck, where was I? You uh-huh. know, I, I didn't you know, we didn't. uh like, oh, I was just talking to them. I thought they were fine. I'm an idiot. You know, yeah, it's always so it, the person that seems fine. It's never like the, the, the person that's like, I'm going to kill myself. It's always the person that you're like, oh, they're great. And then they just do it. That's the hardest thing. Yeah. It's like you it's so it can be it's such a secret pain they're going through. And that makes you even sadder. You know what I mean? Well, we're not cheering them up with a something. dark joke. We're just saying sad stuff. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm actually I'm actually looking into my files to find a dark joke. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying um, to think of my dark joke. Yeah, but, uh, t- Holden, tell me about this person a little bit. You seem to know them. Uh, I knew this spaceman. I've actually gotten drinks. We've gone to con- a concert together. Uh, we went and saw Angel Olsen together uh, last year. Like we're like friend. I would consider MD a friend. He do- also runs the Talkinese post show stream after Jackanese. Um, which has been amazing. Like there's a post show to my Friday stream now, which is amazing. And that was all him. So just a big supporter of the stream and uh, a really sweet person and a big roundtable fan, a big fan of the whole network. So, and just a big teddy bear, a shy, sweet teddy bear guy. You know what I mean? And the dick the size of the Eiffel Tower. I've never seen anything like it. (laughs) Ladies in chat, he lives in uh, upstate New York and he has sex. And would love to have <laughs> sex with you, and is very good at it. And is he la- acts all shy, but isn't that the way that they do it, right? They act all shy, but then they pull that log out. And I know the size doesn't matter, but he puts it to, to play with. He puts it together. He puts that together with a sort of sexual uh, finesse, I'll call it, that is just incredible. So that's that's uh, MD. I'm trying to think of all my dark jokes now. I know, I know the the end point of one, but I forget how the beginning goes. Maybe it was you the guys end point with no me. context. Yes. So the end point is uh, that's like saving orphans from a burning building just so you can fuck the kids. <laughs> I don't know what the beginning was. I forget. <laughs> it's always better without without the context. <laughs> Uh, all right. How about this? Um, I hate the New York Jets. I'm sure you know that. But the Jets have it worse than the Dolphins. They're, they're so awful. Let me tell you what it, being a Jet fan is like. It's like, um, all right, you have this beautiful wife. All right. She's gorgeous. You guys just got married. Uh, you're banging all the time. She's like supermodel hot. You know, and it's all like right. the best thing that ever happened to you. All right. And you guys are out. You're getting hammered together. And you and you drop her off at home. You're like, I'm going to go run out to the store and I'm going to go get another bottle, bottle of wine so we can finish this night off right. You're driving to the store. You hit a kid with your car. You kill the kid. You go to prison. You 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 when you're in prison, you're in there for a while. And and you have and you have sex and you're having sex with men and you're going you and you know and it just happens you know you're in you're in prison it just you know that's gonna happen and then you know you spend all your you spend 15 years in jail you get out your wife she's coming to visit you she's still looking great she's still beautiful in shape she stays in shape and you get home you're about to have sex with her 
and then you realize that you missed Dick. That's what it's like being a Jet fan. <laughs> That's great, Ed. I love That's it, That's my Ed. darkest jokes. Also, Emilio's <laughs> face, I, I, I lied when I said Emilio's face, I lives in upstate New York. He actually lives in Pennsylvania. I'm a bad friend. Um, all right. Well, I, I found mean, a dark joke. Okay, you got one. For, uh, I saw you get your book out, so I was hoping that yeah, was Yeah, I got a little book. My, uh... <laughs> My nephew fell on, got drunk and fell on top of his newborn baby. We call that a Louisiana christening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's a good one. Um, uh, Charming Melancholic says, this is a brighter side. I'm usually the one asking the depressing-ass questions, but my pro-brighter side is, I got a tr- kidney transplant a couple months ago. Ed, things are rocky, though, but that's amazing. Ed, Charming Melancholic's the one who's... Generally, I feel like comes in and talks about diet, getting on dialysis and all this stuff. Finally got the kidney transplant. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And that's it's so cool. She's still having a rough go of it, but it's, it's you know, I mean, it's unbelievable. Like, I'm so happy to see that uh, during my... Does she have, does she have a, an extra one for my father? Uh, yeah. Can you get hook uh, Ed up <laughs> with one? That would be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, I, we're moving sort of into the, yeah, we're moving into the final throws. We'll go a little bit into the next hour because we started so late. Um, I hope uh, that's... By the way, are Jets basketball or football? <laughs> football. football. Yeah, okay. I don't, I don't care about the basketballs. Um, if Maybe if we have one more gripe and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. And uh, guys, we hit our $4,000 donation goal. So I'm going to do Bustin' after this. If you want to just, even, even if it's just to watch me I'm going to dance to this. Every time we reach a goal, I play the music video Bustin'. It's a super cut of Bustin', of essentially just the part of who you're going to call where he goes, Bustin' makes me feel good. They just sort of play that like kind of over and over again. Um, so anyways, we're going to celebrate that at the end after we're done with the recording aspect of this. I hope you'll join me for that before I say goodbye. Everybody's dying for it. So you can dance or not. You can just look at me disappointingly if you'd like as well um, oh i got another fun dark joke for you okay uh i was looking through my notes the the um joe Colombe recently died the owner of uh, trader joe yeah his his last words were clean up an aisle me and then he died <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny i like it <laughs> Because you piss and shit when you die. <laughs> you really do. You really do. Um, uh, shout outs again, by the way, here. I want to read these messages uh, to close this recording out. Square Knot, thank you so much for your donations. Uh, I forgot how much to the next thing, but here also I'm hammered, thanks. And then another a donation. Uh, here I fucked up last time, I can't math. And that was for $172 total. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Vava, yeah. Vava Doomed, thank you. Nerdy Erdy donated five just so that we would read Harlequin's message about her baby. And uh, that's very sweet of you, Nerdy Erdy, to do that. Um, Square Knot, another donation. I already spent all my money, but I just want to say thanks to Brighter Side for being here. Also, Eddie still owes me a sticker, he promised me. Tell him to check his IG DMs. Check your IG DMs, Eddie. Who's that? Square Knot is Alex on, I believe, on Insta. Grim Jim. Oh, he's the, he's the one who lives in Canada. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Oh, yeah, we put like four stamps on that fucker, and no, it kept, it came back to us. You'll figure it out later. He does live in Canada. All right, and uh, or at least he's moving to Colorado. And uh, then we Colorado have Grim Jim like 03. Grim Jim 03. Hi, Lexi. Do you need coffee? 
Um, I'm good. I'm fine. I don't want to get too coffeeed up because then I'll crash. Uh, Grim Jim 3 says, gonna regret this later because I need to sleep, but love you guys and waited for the brighter side. Amber, Eddie, you're the best. Thank you so much, Grim Jim. Uh, Lady Baki with another donation of $20. Thanks for having the brighter side on the stream. Always appreciate a good laugh about fucked up shit. And uh, we greatly appreciate all of those donations coming in. And also just wanted to give a shout out that all of the donations from the stream were already at over $4,000. We're not even, I think we're now at the halfway part. Or maybe I think it's next hour we're at the halfway mark. And all donations Amazing. for this marathon stream are going to World Central Kitchen. Check it out if you're listening to this at home. World and mustard dystrophy. Mustard dystrophy. We're getting that mustard on that pastrami as quickly as possible. <laughs> homeless people are very mad. They refuse to eat the pastrami. Everyone's like, you're homeless. Don't you just need to eat something? And they're like, no, I'm not eating Mustard! This. <laughs> um, I picture Holden yeah. being a sweet, a su- hot, a must, what do you call it? Sweet mustard. What do you call that? <laughs> Honey mustard. Honey mustard. Um, uh, all do- That's yeah, what but- he comes. <laughs> all donations go to World Central Kitchen, uh, providing meals to those in need during the COVID pandemic. And if you want to go to WCK.org. Uh, you can find that uh, more information on that. Harlequin, also thank you for the 20, keeping on the brighter side. All right, we're going to stop recording here in just a second. Do you have anything you guys want to say before we close this episode out? Man, we love you guys. And Holden, you're fucking doing a great thing here. Uh, Every time you do something great, you know, I have to remind myself that you're a good person. (laughs) And and, uh, I really appreciate that. it's really cool that you're doing this, and I, uh, I, th- I think, I think the world that you did this for Jason Signs, and you're doing it again now, and I think it's the coolest thing. And everyone out there supporting you is uh, badass. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay healthy in the brain. Don't <laughs> let the poison seep into the head meat. It's bad. Ooh, it's right? hard. I- I'm gonna work out after this. I don't want to work out. I hate it, so but important. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> so you know what I've been doing to like entertain myself is I've been trying to poop without pee and then I pee up my poop. <laughs> huh. So you can try and do that. You know, that's that's a good way to pass the time. Uh, another good thing is uh, if you have more than one puzzle, uh, you could mix up the pieces. That'll piss people off. And, uh, you know, just uh, live your life. You know, you got to see how out. far you can count, you know, get to <laughs> 72. I got to 72 the other day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I once I once got to 68 and then I got to 69 and it was delicious. All right, guys. <laughs> All right. Thank you again for joining me, guys. And thank you again for having me on your podcast, as this will hopefully be released uh, on the feed. And have a good one. Thanks, Holden. Love you. Peace. Be good to yourselves. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Chapter One. Wayfair welcomes you to the Waberhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the Waverhood, she said, where Wafer helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trendsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love chapter two. 
Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home. Hey, look at you. Florist by day, student by night. Student by day, nurse by night. Since 1998, Penn State World Campus has led the charge in online education, offering access to more than 175 in-demand programs taught by our expert faculty. We offer flexible schedules, scholarships, and tuition plans to help you reach your educational goals online. Penn State World Campus delivers on your time. Click the ad or visit worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more. That's worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more.